Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'm screaming On this Wednesday morning, it is, of course, time for us to have our weekly office visit with Dr. Stan Anderson. He is on our WHBC Newsline right this very moment. Good morning, Dr. Stan. Hey, Pam. Great to talk to you. All right. So before we get to uh, some other topics at hand this morning, let's revert back to what we were discussing last week, because I did get some emails and people had a few questions about the plastic situation and, um, you know, the one that I thought was very interesting that somebody asked about the coffee pods and should they avoid using those coffee pods? Yeah, so the, first off, the short answer when it comes to the microplastic situation is we don't know all of the details. All we know is that all of the signs are leading towards the fact that plastics in our environment, in almost everything that we do, is potentially dangerous, potentially increasing a risk for developing cancers, developing lung disease, developing dementia at an earlier age. Plastic from any source that our food supply comes from. So literally, the pods from making coffee, yes, that could be a source of where you're getting plastic into your system. That is something that potentially, if you have a choice and you have the option of being able to do it with some other substance or some other material, if you can, yes, try to change. Okay, that's good. And I think they also there was also a question about like microwavable dinners. Same thing, right? Uh, yeah. And microwaving is probably even more dangerous. So from a risk point of view, the more that you end up taking something and you end up putting intense levels, increased risk that you're going to end up making the plastics get more likely to get into your system. So, yeah, the biggest thing, if you were going to make one change, would be try to not use microwavable plastics of any kind. Okay, so use the glass. And if you have something that comes in plastic, transfer it. Yeah, Pyrex, glass, ceramic, anything else other than using the plastics. That's the key. Okay. All right. Very good. And I think that's just something everybody needs to keep in mind. And that was a good topic. A lot of people were very interested in that. Um, as... Yeah, and it's kind of a quiet topic. I, I really hadn't read a whole bunch in the national um, medical news about that until this one study popped up saying, whoa, we're seeing a lot more dangerous things in um, animal studies and in the rat studies taking plastics and we're seeing it in their feces. And then they did the studies of stool specimens of babies and they found microplastics in the feces of babies. So it's something that, yeah, down we've never had to deal with it the way in which we are uh, seeing it more. 
so yeah, the concern is is that in animals that increases risk for cancer um, and many other diseases, what is it doing to humans? And we don't have good data yet. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we. T- I'm, I am glad we talked about it. That was good. Also, um, you know, as we look at it, I, I guess we could. Co- I mean, this is the season for viruses. This is the season for depression. This is the season for, you know, just a lot of different things. Help us, Doctor Stan. What do we do? Yeah. So the first thing is, is anybody that gets sick that needs to go to the emergency department. Right now, almost every emergency room ends up having a huge wait. So if there's any possibility, the stronger recommendation is contact your primary care provider if you get sick. If you can avoid having to go to the emergency department, that is going to save you a lot of time. I had a patient who said, yeah, I went to the emergency department and there was an 11-hour wait before I could even see the doctor. And that's just crazy, but it just brings up the whole concept. We are seeing huge numbers of infections. We're seeing influenza. We're seeing COVID. We're seeing RSV. We're seeing rhinovirus. So we do have immunization against RSV, against COVID, against influenza, probably for seniors, definitely in their best interest, to get all three of those vaccinations, that will give them the highest likelihood of not getting super sick where they have to go to the emergency department. Yeah, good idea. I've been through that. It's not It's not fun. Yeah. It's very it, frustrating. It, it's really frustrating right now. And um, there's nothing that any of the healthcare providers can do. There are just so many people that are getting sick and they haven't taken enough precaution, or it came because they were taking care or with a family member. So as a result, they end up getting sick. It's not their fault, but the hospitals, the emergency departments are overwhelmed right now. Yeah. Um, even some of the urgent cares, um, most doctor offices, uh, primary care, it's hard to get in if you're sick. They're almost always going to recommend that you do a virtual visit so that they don't end up endangering their staff. That's what we do at our office. Um, And yeah, it's just something people might get frustrated with it. um, And that frustration, we've certainly felt it. Uh, Part of it is is, um, if our staff ends up getting sick because somebody came in and coughed in their face, one of the problems is, is now we're gonna have somebody out from our staff, from our office, and it's not their fault. So, yeah, that's part of the reason why we end up making this requirement that if you're sick, we want you to wear a mask. If possible, we would rather do a virtual visit. Yeah, I'd rather do a virtual visit than 11 hours in an emergency room, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. especially if we can make the diagnosis and uh, get you started back on the way to recovery. Yeah, yeah that's the key. Yeah. This is also a really, really difficult time for many, many people, especially if there's been loss. So um, I've had quite a few people who've had a partner or a family member that has passed in this past year. And this is the time to just be aware that people that may put on a good smile, they put on a good face, but this is the season of depression because Christmas time is a time normally we think of of family, 
the holidays are the time when people get together, they have their memories, they have their traditions, and when somebody that is vitally important in your life is now not involved in those traditions anymore, what that does is that makes the traditions different. They're not the same as they've always been. As a result, this is a huge time for depression for many, many people. So be aware of that. And so um, oftentimes we expect we have all of these things. This is the way that I want it to be. This is the way in which it should be. Come on, buck up. Let's get going. Let's do this. And it is that un, um, uh, not appreciating the fact that there are many people that are really struggling right now. And this is difficult when there's somebody else that ends up not maybe being as sensitive to what they're going through. If a person is feeling pretty badly and their ambition is pretty low, get into your primary care provider. There are things that we can do. Get in to see a counselor. Oftentimes, counselors will refer to their primary care doctor to start up medicines. Um, bottom line is, is this is really a difficult time. It Oftentimes, you need a mixed approach where you end up having counseling plus medication plus lifestyle changes in order to try to help you to make it through and really to be your best person, your best self. Yeah. That's and and just have empathy and sympathy for people, you know, just understand that you, just because you're, you know, all excited and on a high for things doesn't mean everybody is right. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so sometimes we really aren't aware of what other people are going through. Yeah. We say something and people respond with a flat reaction. And sometimes that flat reaction is they're feeling something. They just don't want to express it because it's negative. Yeah. yeah. So take time at this Christmas time, at this season of loving, season of giving, season of living, to really do the right thing for people in your life. This is really the time where we really should have joy to the world. Well, we wish you a wonderful holiday, Dr. Stan. <laughs> And and I I know that I will be out next week, but I will be the next time we chat, it'll be the new year. And so uh, we'll have to go over resolutions <laughs> or not. <laughs> oh, that sounds great. Thank you, Pam. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. I hope this season for you is awesome. And uh, the same to Billy, the amazing producer, and everybody at WHBC and everybody listening. I hope this is a special time for everyone. Same to you, Dr. Stan. We love you. Thank you so much. I appreciate that.